podcast is presented by Torn Curtain Collective. Hi everyone, this is Jeff and Anya here with you again. We're excited to bring you another podcast and this one's about blessings and curses. Yeah, talking about the power of our words. So it's really great to be back with you. The first time I ever came across the concept, Jeff, of the power yeah. of our words and people taking that very seriously was I was actually getting together with a mum who homeschooled her kids and she just made this passing comment that her her sister had been over for a visit and had made a very kind of random comment but she'd said oh you know I can see you're doing a great job of your homeschooling but and then she pointed to one of the children and she said but I really don't think this decision to homeschool is going to be good for her in fact I think it's going to harm her it's not going to have leave her with enough opportunities in life and then she said I'm just telling you she's going to resent you for it I sort of said to my friend well you know what did you say <laughs> and she said actually I didn't say anything to her but as soon as I had a chance, I just quietly said, I reject those words for my child and yeah, I cut them great. off. And I thought, wow, I've never heard of anything like that before. Sort of a mother standing up and going, actually, those words don't get to carry any weight for my child. But essentially what I, what I realized is she was treating those words as if they had power, as if they had some sort of, as if they carried weight and she was quick to cut them off. In essence, she treated them like a curse. Yeah, that's so good. And, and we know, don't we, that there's some words we hear and in our spirit, it sort of troubles us. Now, you know, since this experience, we sort of have a way of thinking about it and a way of actioning it, which is just fantastic. It's just part of our life that when these things come up, we take action. Yeah, we're becoming just more aware of the unseen realm. And, and um, I think the one thing that we've really picked up on is that in the spiritual realm, words do carry weight. The scripture that resonates with me to say this is really important, particularly when we're talking about curses, is that story about Balaam and the donkey. He's been hired by a king to come and pronounce a curse over Israel. And the angel stopped him on the way and just says, you're not going to do that. Oh my goodness. What this man had to say, this curse that he was going to pronounce over Israel is so important. It, it would have had such a, a terrible impact mm. that God goes out of his way. A donkey speaks for goodness sake. An angel stands with sword in the way. Yeah. You know, It's a really big intervention that's going on. Yeah. And I think that just means we need to take this a little bit more seriously than maybe yeah. Yeah. we first would have. Yeah. And we actually need to wake up to it and become aware of it. I, I really, um, I remember when I realized how much words that were essentially curses had impacted our lives, Jeff. <laughs> I remember an, a very elderly man one day looking at my parents and just pointing at me and sort of quite randomly he said, she's the one you've got to watch out for. She'll break your hearts. And the interesting thing was that, you know, without any awareness of, of words like that, carrying a curse or conveying a curse, nothing was done about those words. In fact... Well, and years later, you that sort of came to you as something you had to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. I think what we found then is that I had actually repeated those words. I mean, I had actually repeated those words to you, Jeff. I remember when you asked me to go out with you, I said... Oh, Jeff, I'd love to go out with you, but I've got to warn you, I'll break your heart. I thought, in the moment, even I stunned myself and thought, where did those words come from? And it wasn't until many years later when I was dealing with some of the, you know, the effect of this in our life that the Lord took me back and reminded me of where that curse essentially had originated. Yeah, and you actually renounced them, didn't you? Yeah, I had to go back and renounce those words and also my sort of mental and verbal assent to them, really. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think the thing that's most surprising in that whole story is this was a well-meaning and a godly man. Yeah. Without realising at all, he's acting for the other side, actually. Yeah. 
and, and for all of his life, he probably never realized what he'd done that day. That's right. But the moment those words went out, the enemy had something to agree with. He had something to work with. Yep. And it actually impacted your life in subtle ways. Yep. But yep. it actually made a difference. Oh, absolutely. And I think that also probably something in me had had come into agreement with what he said as well. I think I believed it deep down. Um, and in my insecurity or whatever, I'm sure I took on board those words and, and, and gave them even more clout. Yeah, yeah, I'm bound to break someone's heart, you know, or <laughs> become a disappointment along the way. Yeah, so here's the thought. There's a bit of an insidious lie at work here. And that is that we are unimportant and what we say is of little consequence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, the devil would love to rob us of our authority, but he can all just say to shut us down so that and make us unaware of this so that we're not actually actively recognizing a curse and cutting it off. Yeah, and cool. neither are we intentionally releasing blessings to those around us. So there's just no vigilance in the way we're operating. Yeah, in our we mouth. just become really lax in what we say, don't we? And our mouth is like you say a whole lot of blah 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 blah. But actually in the midst of all that, we could be using our mouth to cut off curses, speak out blessings and and shift the shift the atmosphere. Yeah, that's great. Why don't you take us, Jeff, to the story of Jacob? Because that's a really clear picture in the Bible of a man who is deliberately and intentionally blessing. In his case, it was his sons, yeah? Yeah, one of the greatest pictures of blessing in the Bible is the story of Jacob blessing his sons. And it kind of informs us as we try and learn about how to bless. Something really stands out to me. It just feels like as Jacob goes from son to son, for a number of his boys, he's actually really holding back. Yeah, it's like some of them is super lavish, hey? Like, wow, yeah. look at this amazing blessing I've got for you. And it, it kind of planted a question in my mind. And it was just like, is he still mad at them for what happened at Shechem when they were so violent and just and, 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 and just massacred a whole town of people? Yeah, it seems he's differentiating the blessing he's giving based on what kind of sons these boys have been. Yeah, is it that he's wanting his sons to continue to pay for what they've done? Is it that he's holding back his blessings? You know, in the case of Joseph, he's just lavish off the scale. Yeah. I really felt like, well, we were preparing for this podcast and I really felt like, there's this prompt here to say, are we really free in our blessing? Yeah, Jacob had authority that day to bless, and he dialed it right back. It was his own flesh and blood in front of him, and it was as if he couldn't master his emotion and get those blessings out. So if we want to talk about blessings, we need to consider positioning ourselves so that God can take us to anyone and into any situation and we can release blessing. In so a, you're basically freedom. saying we, should, we need to get to a place where we can release blessings whether we think someone's deserving of it or not. Yeah, absolutely. I really feel like God's underlining that for me. Yeah, that's great, Jeff. So, you know, because we all want to bless our families, don't we? And yeah, just as yeah, we know true. that a, a curse can carry on, like it did in my example, a blessing can too. And if we bless people, they will be blessed and their lives will be changed. But it, it, like you're saying, it calls for some self-examination up front. If the power of life and death are in the tongue, which we know is true, and it is our awesome privilege to release that on behalf of God, we need to look at our hearts really quickly and say, is my heart actually for people? Yeah, is yeah. my heart free to love people in this very beautiful way and release blessings into their lives? And actually, we, we, you know, our default might be, of course, but in some situations, it's actually quite a difficult question because we love justice as well, don't we? You know, it, it just seems to me that what we're really saying here is we're taking on board that we have authority in this space. And, and that we need to take ourselves a little bit more seriously. And maybe that we just need to prepare our hearts to really enter in 
to what it means to be an agent of blessing in the world on yeah. behalf of God. Yeah, we need to get beyond our own sense of who deserves what, really, don't we? <laughs> yeah, because we're being ambassadors for the kingdom of yeah. God. Because yeah. other times, you know, we would normally look at people and go, oh, well, you've done stupid stuff and you get your consequences and we're very much operating in a cause and effect type of paradigm and mindset when we come at something physically, aren't we? Yeah, often we look on as justice is done and we're sort of in a funny way satisfied by that yeah we're satisfied by the process and the thought never enters our mind that we could step in and be redemptive to stop it happening yeah yeah but actually that's what god does he blesses the undeserving and um you know in a way it's mercy triumphing over over justice i actually really love that verse where it says he's shown you O man what is good and what the lord requires of you to do justice yeah so that's us he's wanting us to do what's right but when it comes to other people we need to be lovers of mercy yeah to love mercy so when it comes to us you know yes we're all about doing what's right and righteousness and justice but when it comes to others we're longing for them to get better than they deserve or better than they earned or better than they worked for yeah we're asking god to go beyond the physical work reward paradigms and actually rain down blessings in the lives of those we love and the communities that we live in it's to be able to act as the Father's spokesman in a powerful way, bringing blessing and turning back the curse. Yeah, so we get to bless others. And so the best thing we can do in that is to keep aligning our hearts with God's. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. We are turning back ridicule and disgrace. We are transforming ruined lives. We are speaking hope over the hopeless. And as we bless, we are saying something remarkable out loud. I know your backstory. I know what you deserve but I choose something different for you. I choose the redemptive power of God to be released in your life and I'm blessing you today. Yeah, that's a real ambassadors of Christ type of um, mindset, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah. Um, So why don't we talk about curses for a minute too because we've just talked about blessing, but, you know, curses can happen too, can't they? And what we've found is they can happen in quite unexpected ways. I think what we've discovered is they're not necessarily even ill-intentioned. But words can be spoken that if the enemy can happily agree with them, they function as curses. Remember, the enemy wants to destroy. He wants to kill. So he's wanting to destroy relationships, opportunities. He wants to, to, to cut off success. He wants to destroy love and trust. He's a thief. He wants to steal our joy or yeah. our hope or our unity or our favor. And he wants to kill. So, you know, it can just be something very simple, but even let's say a diagnosis is one thing in and of itself. But when automatically, let's say a doctor links that with a prognosis of death, it's something that's ending in death. It's not necessarily something God's longing for. And we need to be really careful. And you can be at the doctor's surgery and all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, of course, this always happens to me. Yeah. And it's just those simple words like that. Yeah. And... You've spoken something over yourself. Yeah. So what we can do is instead of just going, okay, well, here's the cause and here's the effect. And it's just a given that this is going to lead to this. We can come in and say, actually, we're going to break that. That doesn't necessarily have to end Mm. in killing, destroying death. You know, there's a lot of things that even get passed down through families and we repeat them or we somehow agree, but actually they function like a curse and and you just see it in front of you all the time. I remember going through one of the cities in New Zealand and, and just seeing this man sitting on a bench with a little boy beside him. I think it would have been his son or his nephew because I heard the little boy say to his dad or or his, his uncle, why are we begging? And um, 
And the man turned to the boy and he said, oh, that's us, boy. That's what our family does. We beg. Oh, my goodness. And, and, I, and my heart went out to that little boy because actually it's like, you know, I'm sure this has all been passed down the generations. It's just who we are. But actually, you know, if those words carry weight, I, I just I wanted to go in and say, hey, son, you know, let, let's cut those words off. And let's turn them around and actually, you know, you're going to be a boy who has what he needs and, and you're going to have a good day's work. And you're a, you know, you're a man who gets to, to be a strong man who provides for his family or something like that. Yeah. You know, I remember my granddad actually used to say when he was alive, he, he just had this throwaway phrase, but he'd say it all the time. Housing will rob you left, right and center. Yeah. And we actually had to go there, didn't we? We did because we just had housing issues, you know, but actually what if we'd said, you know, you are always, you know, we say now over our family, all of us are going to be homeowners in this country. Our home is going to be a place of safety and it's a sanctuary for our family. It's a place of blessing to all who enter. All it's doing is taking, you know, generations of curse in terms of housing and saying that no, we're going to start speaking out a blessing and give God something that he can go. Absolutely. Yeah. And the amazing thing is the blessing and cursing is generational yeah and when we've been talking about how powerful it is think about how enduring it is yeah what are we sowing into future generations yeah that's right you know how amazing is it to say this curse stops here yep. it's not going to go down to my children it's not going to reach my grandchildren because i'm cutting it off i'm speaking out this blessing over my life my family's life for generations to come yeah jeff i guess it's a bit like you know when you die you can leave debts or you can leave an inheritance, yeah? Yes, and you can sow blessing and cut off curses so that future generations can live in freedom, joy, and favor. Yeah, and that becomes their inheritance. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah as, as, we, as we move on, I really want to encourage us to, to become more aware of the curses that, may, that we may hear. That might seem quite random, Jeff. I think sometimes it's these like things... That flower seller in Istanbul right? yeah 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 I mean I was just walking down the street and this lovely little old lady the whole basket of flowers ran up to me and she put she sort of thrust a flower into my hand and I thought it, I thought she was giving it to me but what I didn't realize is the moment uh, it, she put it in my hand she expected me to turn around and buy it from her but I didn't want to buy a flower and so I handed it back to her and as we walked away Jeff we heard her speak some words of course we didn't understand what she was saying yeah, and I guess I was like one or two steps away and I was just looking at her face, yep. looking at her, like listening to her tone of voice. And it was just like, Anya, I, I think she might have cursed you. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know. We couldn't understand what she was saying. Yeah. We, we just said, we just cut those words off. Yeah. And we just returned them to her just in case that was a curse. We think it was. We, we perceived that something in our spirit. Yeah. And uh, we just took a very small action. Yep. And I and, like those words that you said, Jeff. I just sent them back to the person who, who spoke them. Yeah, we're just, we're just sending them right back if they don't carry a blessing, if they potentially carry a curse. You know, I was just reading the other day, Jeff, in Galatians, and this isn't a new thing, is it? Paul was looking out at the church of Galatia, and he was writing to them, and he sees that they've all got really, suddenly they seem to be really confused. They're floundering in their faith. He's kind of half sarcastic, but still the thought is in his mind, hey, who's bewitched you? Um, in one version I read, it said, who put a hex on you? Um, and I don't think Paul is throwing around that lightly, necessarily. I think he recognises that something extreme is happening. There's something happening among these people he loves that's totally out of character. It doesn't line up with what he knows of them. He's saying it doesn't line up with what you know. It doesn't line up with what you hold dear. So, so what's going on here? It's Who's like done something this? Something fun is going on. Yeah. Have you, are you under a curse right now? Do you yeah. need to do something Who, about it? And he says, who put a curse on you? 
Um, so, uh, you know, and I think he was just being super aware that it might not necessarily be just a, a, an internal, you know, um, struggle. Actually, there could be an external word or curse that's been spoken over those people that's led to this kind of confusion. Actually, Jeff, I think that um, generally speaking, people are really awesome about talking about blessings and cursings. They just use different language. Yeah, like today we use words like that person's unlucky or that person's really lucky. Look what's happening in their life. Yeah. And it's the same idea. We just have different language. Yeah. We can take that and connect it in and say, this is all one and the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And we as Christians really understand why it happens and how it happens. And we walk in authority in this space. No one wants to be the unlucky one. No one wants to be that one where everything is going wrong and it's as if the whole world's against you. You know, isn't it incredible to be the one who can just walk up to someone who's not just having one bad day, but their whole life is disintegrating and, and, and start to turn that around? Yeah, it's the power of blessing to replace and to break a curse, isn't it, Jeff? I remember getting together with some women once and we had just had a bit of a, you know, um, coffee and tea and stuff together one evening, we were sitting around chatting, and then as we all went to leave, the lady whose house we were at, she just stopped us in the doorway and one by one she went round every woman in the group and she intentionally spoke a blessing into our life. And it was it was individual it was different for each person but she just thought of something that she wanted some good thing that she wanted to release into that person's life or or you know something that was on her heart for each person and she spoke that intentionally to every person and in the moment it was actually very powerful and i think what she did is not just you know she was she knew the power of her words she yeah. wasn't being flippant or just you know thinking that words meant nothing and she took the opportunity intentionally to release blessing into our lives and, yeah, and really so open good. a door for fresh blessings into our lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I, I mean, there's, there's something really sacred about this subject because yeah. when we bless, we're intimately connected to God the Father. Yeah. This activity of blessing brings us in line, not just with his heart and his mind, but it also connects us with what he does. Yeah, it's like in Ephesians 1, it's like the Father is seen lavishing on us every spiritual blessing in Christ. It's just his nature, isn't it? It's his intention. Yeah, and Jesus just says, you know, I, I, I hear my Father speak and I speak. Yep. And we're just re-speaking the blessings of God and releasing them in this world. Yeah, yeah. He blesses and we bless. And I think what we're doing when we're blessing is we're just really aligning ourselves with God the Father and just being on completely on the same page as Him. God is for people. He is for their blessing. And we stand beside Him and we start to say, we are too. Yeah, that's really cool, Jeff. I think blessing is something that, you know, not a, not everyone necessarily gets in our culture. A lot of people don't grow up hearing words of affirmation and blessing. And some people can live their whole life without hearing a blessing spoken yeah. particularly over them. So I think as Christians, we need to get really good at this and own this space and say, actually, our God is a lavish blesser and we need to get in there and, and be lavish with our blessing and with our words toward each other. Yeah, we need to get good at this, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And it's very countercultural, isn't it? But, you know, in in a world that's quick to sort of point blame or to, um, you know, speak out, like we said, cause and effect, we just get to go, okay, whatever's happening, we speak a blessing. Only what would you say is the language of blessing? If someone was to say to you, I want to bless, say, my child or my partner in life, my, my spouse, uh, how would you even begin? How would you find words for that? for people who are just getting started and trying to figure this out? 
Well, you know, I think, for example, you know, you go off to work, Jeff, and I can just say, Jeff, today as you go off to work, I bless you with clarity in your work, with creativity in your work, with good relationships in your office, that there'll be favour wherever you go, that new opportunities will open up for you, that there'll be, you know, that, that the, the work you, know you produce each day is actually going to be a I'm huge blessing. It's going to be awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, the work you're producing is going to be a blessing to the institution you work for, you know, that you will be a blessing. I think that it, you can it's feel words the power like that. of that, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we send our children off to school. We just say, I bless you today. Or you don't even need to necessarily use that word, but we can say, hey, today, you know, when you go into the classroom, people are going to smile. When you go into the classroom, you know, you, you're, you're somebody who's a good friend. You're somebody who knows how to, to make life better for other people. And, and, and I think sometimes in scripture, the identity and the blessing goes together. It says, you are something and this is going to happen in oh. your life. It's pronouncing what's going to happen. Absolutely, yeah. Blessing yep. can be quite prophetic. It can be quite powerful. But it's also just linked to that releasing identity yep. in, in people's yep. lives as yep. well. And what about cutting off curses? Like, how do you go about that? If, if someone's aware that someone has spoken, one of their friends, one of their loved ones has spoken something and they're just irritated in their spirit by it and they, it's got to go, what language would you put around that? How yeah, would you do that? I, I keep it very, very simple. I'd say in Jesus' name, we cut that off. In Jesus' name, I renounce that those words for my life or I annul those words for my, you know, my son or my daughter. Like we said, you know, we can say in Jesus' name, I just send those words back to the person that, that yeah. spoke them. They don't get to carry any weight. The enemy, you know, I, 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 we don't form any agreement with that. It's just really simple. Just the smallest phrase and it's just done. Yeah, that's so good. We're not really making a big fuss of it. We're just saying, actually, we're not going to let this gain traction in, our, in this person's life. Yeah, the picture God gave me, you know, just, just coming up to speed with blessings and cursing is when, when you go to an old pump, you're there and you want to get some water and, and, and you pump the handle and nothing really comes out and yep. it's, it's not really working yet. <laughs> you know, we kind of know that if you just pump for a while yep. and you'll get a few spurts coming through and then eventually if you just keep persisting, there's a flow and yep. yeah, it gushes the water and it's working properly. We were made to bless. Yep. We were made to subvert the curse, to turn it back, to, to cut all that off, yep. to tr be a redemptive transforming force yep. in this world on behalf of God. Yep. But we're sort of starting and going, okay, we want to get good at this. We want to start somewhere. And, and, and it's about saying, I am going to just keep day by day forming those words in, in every opportunity, That's taking right. every opportunity, and I know that this is going to turn around and I'm going to be really good at this. Yeah, yeah, and then we can join together and we can bless a nation or we can bless our city or we can bless our school or, you know, we can we can band together to bless wider environments as well. Because, you know, Jeff, one day we're going to, you know, um, the, the goal is there shall be no more curse. Yeah. So we're going to be cutting off curse after curse after curse. Let's go for it as hard as we can. You know, but we need the Holy Spirit to reveal to us as well. You know, we've, we've picked up on some things that we can pick up necessarily in the, in, the, in the physical realm. But there are times where, you know, we will just get a sense and the Holy Spirit will reveal something to us. And we can go, actually, yep, if, the, if, if this environment is under a curse, I'm going to cut it off and I'm going to open the door for blessings and for the Lord to have his way. Yes, yeah, so Anya, maybe you have a blessing for everyone listening to this podcast. Why don't we just end with a blessing? Isn't that that would be, be a great way to finish? Yeah, yeah. Look, in Jesus' name, we come and we just speak a blessing over everybody who has listened to this podcast. Father, we just pray that every person would have clarity of mind, clarity of heart, but that would they rise up in courage and in confidence to bless the world around us. Father, if any of us have 
been you know suffering under curses in Jesus name we come now and we cut off those curses we send them back we annul them and we say Lord from this moment forward we want to walk in blessing and we want to be the ones who bless so we give ourselves to this good work in Jesus name